five. Oh shit, we didn't pick the lore lad for this one. Let's secretively do it ahead of time. I feel like we've been dropping the ball on that I feel, particular I, as rule long as we do it lately. As long as we don't do it on the pod, I think we're fine. So they, there's no need for the listener to know. To know that we haven't done the less than zero amount of preparation we need to do for the episode. <laughs> I don't like Little people. did he know I would keep this audio in the final no, product. No, he wouldn't. He was going <laughs> to cut it. <laughs> he but was going to cut the audio. It. Uh, it's three. <laughs> That's me, baby. This is perfect because it can go into Zach's super cut of all the times Walt has admitted he's made a mistake on the podcast. <laughs> oh, which you're I obligated been, to make now. You, you know, I was uh, harvesting clips uh, from from uh, different episodes for a clip show at some point. Not a clip show, but just to like uh, make a new intro that just has a bunch of audio. Oh, yeah. A bunch um, of our clips. sickest riffs. Yeah. I had made, I'd been working on a bingo card for the episodes, but like one of the couple things on there were like Belvin brings nature into the uh, equation. Walt forces the episode to go on longer than it's supposed to. We're already to end it. <laughs> That's very fair. Yeah, Jessamyn gets roasted for making a reference that he can't back up later on. <laughs> It's oh, like, but I ran. I, I filled it out about halfway, and then I ran out of ideas to put on the bingo card, which, in a way, should be my bingo entry on the card is running out of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> That's a free space. Since I'm the lore lad, uh, what have we? What have we all been up to thus far? I feel like the listeners don't get a chance to connect with us, and we are trying to add more structure. Mm. Chessman, what are you doing thus far? How's your life going? It's going okay. It's going all right. I'm now, wow, I don't want to overshare. You really put me on the spot I here. I have, you know? I have. See, that's payback for you fucking well, keeping <laughs> that the super cut that I made <laughs> yeah. up that he's making of you. <laughs> Let me take a moment to talk to the listeners about uh, parasocial relationships. No, and we're going to skip over that. <laughs> we're going to skip oh, okay. over that. Anyway, discussion. if you want to see Walt's OnlyFans, there'll be a link in the description. It's $35 a month. It's just him playing Final Fantasy IX in his boxers. It's you all right. What is a parasocial relationship? I don't get that. It's like, it like no, streamers. I'm, it's a fake like friendship. Harass, like the Pokemon? It's like what yeah, you have with the with hosts that. of a certain podcast. Interesting. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, me and uh, I would say... What would you say? I'm Googling it right now. That's what I would say. <laughs> Parasocial honestly, meaning. the best moment on the podcast was when we got you to Google cock and ball torture without knowing what it was. <laughs> that, that's oh, the best. Cool. Oh, man. I can't wait to fucking... I love you guys, but tonight's going to be a chill night for me. I'm going to hang out, play video games, and watch seven hours of polygraph how to, footage on how to beat the polygraph in case I ever have to do it, and then laugh at the people who make mistakes on the polygraph, even though I've never taken one. That's a very neurotypical thing to do, Walter. <laughs> <laughs> I encourage you to do it. So let's what roll situation? off. Let's get this prompt word train going okay. here. Zach, I'm not going to call on you first. Oh, wow. Daniel. Uh, I got a nice light prompt word for uh -huh. the gang tonight. The word is uh, bioweapon. Bioweapon? That's, that's a fun one for the gang. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, this episode was brought to you by Capcom, makers of the hit Resident Evil franchise. Uh, you can find a link to the <laughs> game in your description. You've become lost, <laughs> lost in the dream. Yeah. Jasmine, your word? Uh, 
Are you going to say nano machine? No. <laughs> no. I'm not that I'm not that one no, bit. It, just his word is metal gear. <laughs> um I for some reason I was so I was driving today and I was like, you know, I should think of a prompt while I'm driving uh-huh. so that I could have it ready <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> the prompt that I thought of was shoes. Okay. Shoes. Shoes. Like for feet. <laughs> Crazy. What the f- It's almost like it's fuck? a word that's just random. It's, it's not you it's not a useful piece of prompt. It's let's just go for it, I guess. Well, shoes, I guess. I'm going to is say what we're doing. My prompt word in light of certain events that did not come to pass is golf. 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 Now, the, the tricky thing here, <laughs> if we're having shoes as a prompt word, is this episode can in no way appeal to foot fetishists. Of course not. I will no, quit yeah. the podcast we, when we cross into that threshold. An, we have an agreement signed with you that we have to veer very carefully on that sort of thing. And I agree wholeheartedly. Yep. Well, now, Obama will stop following me on Twitter if I appeal to foot fetishists. So are three now prompts. One second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now one second. Is shoe fetish still on the table? No. No. <laughs> no. Be- okay. Vetoed. Okay. I'm glad we clarified that. God. It changes a lot of the podcast now. Mm. So okay. we have bioweapon, shoes, and golf. Well, golf shoes are obviously a thing. Golf shoes are a thing. What's special about a golf shoe compared to a normal shoe? It's got like cleats. They do. They kind of tear up the grass, don't they? Yeah, it's got a grip on it because they get slick, the fields. So golf shoes are very important because war is golf. In this setting, war is decided by games of golf? It's kind of like the flower wars. Yeah, yeah. Like heroes, representatives of nations are sent to the great golf uh, arena. The great golf frontier, yeah. The great golf (laughs) frontier (laughs) to compete for their it's funny leadership. actually sorry no, it, golf shoes don't have like cleats like uh like soccer shoes do they have these like flower petals on the on the bottom that like stick into the ground mm-hmm. um how would you use golf as a method of waging war I is it think... like a champions thing or is it more like an actual like total war with golf i think you're not using so because of bioweapons War is so destructive, and there are such vast reserves of these weapons that life could be wiped out. Imagine a society that fully embraced the bioweapon to the point where every bullet from every gun uh, could, like, spread disease to, like, six people. Like, that was the intended manufacture of the weapon. So they leaned all in on Mm -hmm. this technology. Yeah. Uh, Sort of like the Cold War with nukes, but with uh, with bioweapons. Right, and if war even just conventional warfare ever broke out uh it could turn into an extinction level event right all right maybe there was like a a conventional war that was ended with biological weapons and they saw the horror of it and that was sort of the impetus i think that uh, has to be it because you wouldn't decide wars with golf if your society was going great no gladiatorial combat maybe uh, soccer maybe uh golf uh, better yeah. sports yeah it has to go really bad before you get a bunch of rich people to stand around on grass and 
hit things with sticks, I guess. No, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a bit further here. If any of us played golf, I went to like mm. golf camp when I was probably eight years old. You two are the uh, experts on this because I'm just consumed with the vision. But you uh, picked wait, golf. I you asked. And you know, <laughs> and you're wait, the wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Hold on. Does mini golf count? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'd How are you going to resolve conflicts with children? Oh yeah. Child golf. Child golfer. In between. <laughs> yeah. No. The kids need to learn. So think of mini golf as like a training center for children uh, to learn eventual real golf. Mini golf doesn't really. I guess it helps you putt, but it doesn't really teach you how to play golf well, properly. You're incorporating. We're going to incorporate some VR elements into mini golf that. Uh, really, I think kind of transform. It's it's going to be a lot less limited by your puny 21st century imagination. Okay, right. in All terms right. of the sport, oh. I'm the asshole oh. here. So that's, <laughs> glad we decided. Shit. That. What up, Justin? Okay, right. you just opened up something huge. Okay, so if you've got a VR headset on, right? Uh huh. And and you've got your your you're sitting saying they're golfing. You don't need a golf club in your hand, right? Because you're golfing in VR. Mm -hmm. But you don't need to be golfing in a simulated reality. You could perhaps have a low latency quantum link to a giant golfing robot. Yo. That you are controlling. Oh, yo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Massive yes. golfer. <laughs> Yes. We've been, we've evolved the mechs. All right, we're fucking good to go. This is so all right. So the mechs, uh, golf. <laughs> yeah, they golf. Wait, are, are wait, they inside so the mech? Where or? do shoes come into this? This is the most important thing because if it's not humans golfing, oh. what if it's a really okay? What if this is a really first of all, like assuming no human species would make bioweapons that would kill out their entire species like it's not a logical thing to do it that'd be a well, race that like loves war right yeah, what kind of species sure. would make weapons that could cause the extinction <laughs> of all life on their yeah. planet humans don't love war no no <laughs> way it they... sounded more like an alien race and then i was thinking the shoes could be fitted to the mechs because the planet might have low gravity uh, sure. which would make golfing there fucking sick what if the golfing is taking place in outer space to avoid damage to the planet? Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yes. So yes. are there strategic holes positioned in asteroids like in the planet's ring the, the, uh, that yes. you have so, to hit? You know, like the storm mm -hmm. on Jupiter? Like, yeah. That, that's like one of them. Uh, there's an actual black hole, which is kind of an easy one. Honestly, you just well, got to get close. <laughs> Yeah. Well, if you know, if you think about um, how like a golf course is laid out, right, you've got you've got the green um, or you've got the you got the fairway, which I guess would be a lot would be like space, mm -hmm. right? Space is the fairway. Um, and then you've got uh, like the putting green, which would probably be the planet that you are or celestial body that you right. are aiming for. Mm. And there would be a hole on that planet. Right. Or celestial body. Oh, so you launch so, it from yeah. space into mm -hmm. a hole and it impacts. Yes. That's sick. Uh, okay. Yeah, I like that. Okay. So we have to – the bioweapons have to be crazy enough because if they built mechs to go to space, they would just be fighting in space. 
right? So right. I think the bioweapons have to be able to, like, uh, survive in areas with no oxygen. Like, they've really hacked yeah. it. They have insane, like, viral methods or bacteria that we can't comprehend of uh, that can, even if war were taken to space, wipe out life on planets below. Right. Could it be something like there is a, a dictatorial or insane figure that is in control of the bioweapons and he is the one orchestrating this to like bring about some kind of peace on the planet. Like, okay. It, you have to play sort of a hunger games scenario. You have to play his game or he'll let the bioweapons go. He's walking the right. golden path. Yeah. Yeah. He's and he's, he's seen the one future. <laughs> for salvation. <laughs> And it's a terrible route, but it's one he has to do. And he is microdosing ayahuasca. He's a second coming. <laughs> yes. Uh, and he's. <laughs> uh, oh, this is not going to be good to listen to. <laughs> no, I think this is a great episode we're making. And we need to I love it. nail down, first of all, the mechs. Second of all, the political situation on the ground. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Are these mechs humanoid? What do they look like? They would have to be humanoid. I mean, humans Otherwise, play golf, right? So that's true. Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's a basic question, but still good and to they kind wear of nail that down. They have to be able to wear shoes too. Right. So I I think the reason that these mechs started existing partially is because someone took a look at the rules for golf and realized that and they air butted it. Yeah, they're like, ain't <laughs> <laughs> ain't nothing in the rules that says a robot can't play golf. <laughs> In space. I in do space. like, I think it's cool if like they have to play, the shoes help the mech stay rooted on like, mm -hmm. let's say they have to play on an asteroid that's hurtling by the earth. Like that's where they start right. uh, the putt okay. from. And you have to putt yeah. it into a hole on the ground. Uh, and you have to basically chase the ball around in orbit uh, using a calculated mm -hmm. series of putts. So, like, the shoes, if they're, like, hurtling around on an asteroid when they start mm -hmm. the game, the shoes have to, like, latch in the mech as it's moving yeah. Yeah. thousands of miles per hour away from the Earth. And then they start the putt, and then all the mechs, like, scramble because uh, <laughs> they all putt at the same time. Listen, I'm thinking yeah, conceptually no. big picture here. They, they, all, they all tee off at the same time. Yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. Okay. Thank, that's the term. Imagine if the United States spent a quarter of its GDP on a giant robot <laughs> to play skull. <laughs> what you'd have to have for these shoes, right? There would have to be a few things, like the shoes or something on the robot. Something on the mech would have to have, uh, like, propulsion and all this stuff. But if you were teeing off from someplace with low gravity, mm -hmm. you would have to... The shoes would have to have, like, pylons come out and have to drill into wherever you were teeing off yeah from. yeah that's kind of what i was thinking and you have a team of roughnecks that drill into the asteroid <laughs> your, your shoe drills <laughs> okay so how big are these yeah. mechs because they could be we we've had like one person mechs but they could also be like kind of living ship style mechs where there's like 10 yeah. crewmen on board and then someone on the ground using vr is actually like an athlete controlling the swing i think it's right. more fun yeah, if they're like crewed by a I lot of I think it's people. more fun right. too if the athletes are on the ground because their athletic skills are so valuable. Uh, mm -hmm. They would never risk them going to space. And so you have the separate cast of people, these Joe Schmoes, who go in and have to, like, these blue collar guys do repairs on the robot in space <laughs> and, like, calibrate the shot angle and stuff. 
And, and they're, yes. no, they're the, um, uh, what do you call someone who falls around somebody when they're playing golf? The caddy. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah, that's they're right. Called, yeah, they're, the caddy. They're, yeah. they're the caddies. The caddies have to pilot the mech in between um they have like to get kids. it up there too they have to transport all yeah. the clubs to space mm. yeah uh there's a huge network of logistics and shipping that have be undergone by the caddy network i didn't even think about the clubs what if each uh each robot has a satellite that's launched into orbit for it and it is basically a launching mechanism for the clubs that's yes. the golf bag <laughs> it shoots the clubs yes. to them and you have to like catch it's like, it it's like a missile launcher and it shoot oh yeah dude that'd be so yeah. sick if like uh this robot he's orbiting the earth at a speed of like a hundred thousand meters per second and he's made contact with the ball and he's gonna hit it but then he realizes he has the nine iron and he doesn't need it and he radios to the caddy he's like Give me the club. And the club like shoots out of some like satellite, orbits the earth and lands in his hand. That's uh, <laughs> fucking sick. <laughs> this is Alpha One to Pilot Squad. We need the chipper stat. <laughs> oh my God. This is amazing. <laughs> I, I can just imagine there would be, there would be crews, right? You There would be athletes that are like totally separate from their caddies. And they wouldn't have that much of a connection. They would be like, well, the caddies just fly me to the to the tee. Right. I don't care about them. Yeah, yeah. R- right. And I and and I and I tee off and you know, it's just golf. And then there's like the, there's the um the golfers who are like have a really high synchronicity with their caddies and they're like, All right, we need to stabilize the shot. We're gonna be we're gonna be Yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. There could be That's, golfers who are yeah. crazy enough to be like, I need to be in space in real time. Like I need to be with them. <laughs> Uh, and people oh are like, God. you're insane, you're a maverick, but he's like the only one who will do it. Uh, there's also, okay, so the holes, uh, that asteroids or golf balls impacting the Earth would cause so much damage that they're relegated to like one spot. And the people who maintain that spot, they're the groundskeepers. Uh, and they are their own special force. They have a bunch of land-based vehicles to, like, retrieve the balls if they get caught in, like, a natural rock formation or something. I think it'd be, like, probably have to be, like, the Sahara Desert or something, right? Well, we don't have to limit this to real Earth as well, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's okay. ridiculous. But <laughs> Well, right. honestly, for the aesthetic, I like that it would be, it would, it would be a barren place they try and aim for, right? So it'd be, yeah, like, a yeah. big mountainous desert region, oh, basically. they cleared, like, a whole... Uh, they took like their smallest continent, like they're Australia, and they're like, "Sorry, Australia, you gotta go. We're using you for golf. We're, we're <laughs> we'll pay you to fuck tree. off." <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, the global community has agreed that Australia is too valuable for world peace. <laughs> to oh shit, what if there is a, yes. a golfer that ends up being from this continent that was oh, cleared dude. out? And there's yes. like an expat community. And he decides that he's going to make a terrorist attack on the first world that exiled he's everyone from his homeland. New York. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> With a, an asteroid. He's going to level shit. it. And another, another team, they have to hit a strike that will intercept his asteroid <laughs> at exactly the right extent. <laughs> Holy shit. Yes. This rock. I do like, too, it's like one nation, one golfer. Uh, so yeah. how would... So there's like a general world open, right? Where it's just one nation, one golfer. And that's like kind of underdone each year to practice. It's very prestigious. But in the event there's an actual war that breaks out between countries, there's like a separate uh, 
one-on-one golf tournament or mm-hmm. perhaps team golf. Uh, is it, they go to, they play mini golf. <laughs> they, they get each country sends six pilots to space uh, and they have to resolve like, they're just scored against each other. They do team golf. Yeah. I, I do like the concept of, I like team golf a lot. I also like um, if the sort of like graduated mini golf into being and call it arena golf. Ooh, okay. Where you have de- designing these arenas like uh I have a pipe dream about like competitive combat golf, but that I don't know how what, to conceptualize like, that. I think That's without too robots there. it's not as cool, but I do think that like at birth humans are tested for golfing aptitude. You know? Oh yeah. It's like how the, the Chinese do the Olympics. Like, you're raised by the state. Exactly. Like, they determine your optimum swing length, uh, your tendencies to cheat on your wife, and then they they know whether or <laughs> how not... How good you are at drunk driving. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can just imagine the, um, uh, like, a picture, like, sort of, like, really fish-eyed lens shot of just, like, a kid uh, standing there on, like, the green... And he like, like swings back, and like a rocket launch goes off in the background. Oh and my he's like god! Rant aged up, and he swings, and that's, that's like so the fucking that's a sick first shot. Yeah, yeah. And then it pans up to his face, like and it's Tiger Woods. It's an- <laughs> it's animated Tiger Woods. And we're committing to you, the listeners, right now that Tiger Woods <laughs> yep. will do a promo for this episode. Tiger Woods will be he- in the animated series that we make. <laughs> Yeah, Super Robot Golf. Uh, Tiger Woods Super Robot Golf. What we're going to call it? We're going to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) We can't drop it yet. I think it started off very anime, but now we've veered pretty firmly into 90s disaster movie, which is a good look for us. Mm -hmm. Well, hold on. So we have one way that this could go bad, right? Terrorist attack. Well, here's what I'm thinking, actually. Do you mind if I expand on this? Sure, sure, sure. What if that terrorist attack, it already happened, and that golfer has mm-hmm. gone rogue? Oh, uh, yeah. and it takes the legacy of the game. he's flying around space with his caddies, and he's figured out sometimes how to hack into the satellites, uh, and he's trying to disrupt yes. the game itself because it's unjust. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 So you have this dark golfer. Uh, the, <laughs> <laughs> the green comet. <laughs> So he's like, uh, he's like not only hacking into satellites, but like, uh, like he has, he's got some sort of, okay, here's the system, right? Hacks into the satellites to send corrupted clubs to golfers. Well, I think he wants to just hit more balls into the fucking, uh, yeah. earth, right? But he yeah. doesn't have support from the caddy network anymore. They cut him off. So he needs mm-hmm. to still intercept people's clubs when games are going on. Uh, right. And he needs to hijack them and like also like find stray balls. He's been cut off from the communication system. His cat, but he was unfortunately given the most advanced golfing robot in the world, a prototype that should never have been made. And they thought his, it was unbeatable. And his oh caddies are all like basically nationalists from his nation that yeah, was they're destroyed. Like so they, they're loyalists. Serbians. <laughs> 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 like international terrorists. <laughs> oh yeah we're 90s disaster movie now baby (laughs) oh my god the dark golfer 
and he's in space so no one can catch him like he was a maverick he's one of the they're called the ones who go to space are called mavericks i would say and they're like pretty rare but he was one of them (laughs) new types mavericks is good (laughs) i don't i don't know you know i don't know what the word maverick means i just know that uh i just know top gun i just know the movie top gun yeah and just based on that then yes that's a perfect perfect name his character is just is a maverick basically so just one that yeah god um okay what what else do we need to cover uh we've got the geopolitical situation uh clearly you can tie in uh the bioweapon to the golf whole the whole golf thing is the dark um uh the dark golfer corrupted like is corrupting golf balls and like putting a bioweapon into the golf ball well if he strikes a critical stockpile of bioweapons with enough force right. he could wipe out countries and that's yeah. what he's trying to do. They're very well hidden, you know. Some of them, mm-hmm. at the advent of the Golden Age, uh, were like jettisoned into the sun, basically. Mm-hmm. But some of them have to still be on Earth in caches. The Dark Golfer has lived for 200 years, supported by like... Oh he's like He's like a mass of tubes and flesh uh, hitched into his infernal machine. Yeah, he's the only one that's hooked up directly to the control scheme of his robot. Everyone else is using the VR. What if it's a she? Oh, well, I, you know, maybe in that in that genocidal maniac was a woman. That's, and that what if good. girls, you too. <laughs> you too oh can my be God. the dark golfer. Women can do anything. Women can do anything. Women can be dark golfers. They can they can terrorize the planet. They can do anything. They're also freelancers who work for like no country, but who or work for all countries for money. And they're really good. And they've honed their skills and maybe they're like expats from like one country or they like left for political reasons. But they're like talent scouted out. Yeah. Like- you just said something. And I just want to nail it down right now that the Dark Golfers organization is called No Country. Hell yes. 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 Oh, this is so good. What the fuck? <laughs> this has no right to be this fucking good. No, <laughs> I gotta really tell you. It. <laughs> I know nothing about golf, but I know that this is the best <laughs> golfing show ever made. Is there a way to work golf carts into this? Yeah, I think so the th- carts are like big fucking ships that carry like 500 caddies because the caddies need mass transport into space. Mm-hmm. They're like a. Shuttles. The shuttles. Yeah. Well, there's like a club. Uh, what's. I don't want to bog down too much of the podcast in golf language, but what's the country club like outfitting room called or like. Wow. You're we way out. They just have yeah, like yeah. a. Listen, they just have like a locker room. Okay. Like, well, we won't yeah, call it yeah. that. Yeah. I don't think there's a special room. But there's like a facility on the moon uh, that's like a giant country club. Uh, Yes. Where they manufacture all these clubs and shit or store them. Mm -hmm. And it's, of course, heavily guarded against the dark golfer uh, so that he can't get in there. Would that just be called the bag? Because it's just the golf bag. Like, there's not a name for it. We won't dwell on it. In fact, we're cutting some of this out for... (laughs) 
consistency's sake. I, I'm going to use my little real knowledge of golf to ruin this. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the one-time actual knowledge of golf creeps in, and it's detrimental <laughs> to the golfing episode that we decided You're to do. You're ruining our episode, Dan. This is supposed to be about golf, you not know about real golf. When I said golf, I, I was like, I instantly regretted it. I was like, oh, we're never going to do yeah. a good one about golf. <laughs> what am I doing? I said shoes, and I instantly regretted it. Oh, my God. But it just goes to show from flax to gold. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Okay. Let's keep the momentum going. Yeah. You've got uh, like five or so more minutes of golf-related plot to divulge to the listeners. Is it the real world? I think we should settle that now. No, it's set in Strange Reel. I and five other people will get. <laughs> Nobody gets that. That's an ace combat setting. Yeah. Um It could just honestly be another Earth or another world with humanoids that's not Earth. Like, I mean, this could be like set far, far in the future when humans have colonized other planets and like uh -huh. lost uh right. the home world or whatever. I like that. So they are humans, but it's a different planet. Yeah. Uh, that would explain why bioweapons yeah. are so advanced, too. We've already, like, moved to the stars, and nuclear mm -hmm. energy, uh, either that tech was, like, lost or just not safe or efficient to transport over long distances. Bioweapons, though, the safest there is, obviously. <laughs> now, maybe we, we ran out of, like, fissile material on Earth or something, and we haven't yeah, been able to find be it possible. in other places. Um, it's much easier to, um, like cool down a bioweapon and keep it secure than it is to keep nuclear material secure. Um, because, like, as long as you have it in a locked vessel, like, the bioweapon is not going to do you anything. You know what's actually cool uh, that I think we could do? Because nuclear power, we've said, is kind of rare, right, for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. These golfing robots are powered by natural gas. And they're huge. They're bulky and huge because they have to load millions of tons of fuel into the robot. That could be cool. They could do something. They could like skim uh. a gas giant like to fill up on fuel. Oh, that'd be sick. But the dark golfer, he was given Different the gas, world's yeah. only prototype nuclear reactor core that can sustain itself indefinitely oh, in their yeah. robot. That's pretty cool. It's like one of the. It's one yeah. of the last. Reactors, I keep instinctively like saying he for yeah. dark golfer. Yeah. Dark golfer. So we're going to go with he. We're switching it well, back. They can't win every time. I'm sorry. Well, sometimes dude's got a rock and the dark golfer. <laughs> <laughs> the dark golfer is shrouded in mystery. That's true. Well, people actually, there's, it's been theorized that the dark golfer, because uh, it, uh, they have existed for 200 years. Yeah. It is actually a lineage of, Ooh, of, of golfers. An inherent. Interesting. Oh. Okay. Which is supported by the fact that there is now multiple mechs in uh, No Country's uh, retinue. Well, I think No Country is like, he has to have some ground support. Some people on the ground who agree with this mission that target him. Yeah. They're probably like or anarchists. Him targets. Like, yeah, yeah. People that yeah. want to buck the system that's being used. Also, other countries, you know, sometimes if your country is shit at golf, uh, you just want to see Beijing get destroyed by the dark golfer uh because they mm -hmm. beat you at the world open 17 years in a row you know yeah and so yeah. it's a way to resolve a dispute not through golf through cheating yeah. 
which the Dark Golfer is happy to do. Because they can't really fight, mm-hmm. but they can send supplies to the Dark Golfer in exchange That's for, true. oh yeah, fuck or up wire this next funds stuff. to no country. Yeah. Right. So, so the Dark Golfer's main like purpose is to basically destroy the that wants to destroy the earth with bioweapons wants to find those bioweapons i think he's keeping um, that a secret because he's yeah he, other countries not fund con. him yeah that's the long that's the 18th hole in his plan uh so so the so no country is like making these deals and the dark golfer is like taking basically pretend they're pretending to be this sort of uh mercenary organization hmm. whose true purpose in taking what jobs they take and the collateral damage that it causes is to allow no country to find the bioweapon caches. Damn. And to target them. Yeah, I like to think it originally started out as the separatist or this expat group from this one country yeah, that like, was turned into, uh, it's now called like the field zone basically, but it's like where all the mm-hmm. balls land and the groundskeepers like maintain it. Yeah. Uh, and that, that, you know, to be, fair that process of kicking them out of their country probably wasn't done in a super cool uh way (laughs) no no probably not uh and probably i mean there might have even been like a city that did not get evacuated in time and they're like we don't have off the face of the earth yeah just fucking obliterated yes oh man Uh, i got i got something um yeah 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 the only species of wildlife that I know of that particularly interferes with golf is the humble Florida alligator. Mm. And perhaps this sector of space, much like Florida, is infested with um, basically uh, like crate dragon type beasts that are in the sector. And they are fascinated by these golf balls. And they will try to eat the mechs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, They will claim them. And so, like, if a golf ball, if if one of these balls goes off into, like, a sector of space that's claimed by one of these dragons, uh, you might have to get it. You have to play through. You got to finish. Yeah. Because getting a replacement ball, like, that can happen. That's what Caddy is set up to do. But, like, uh, it costs you valuable time while your opponent is in orbit uh, hammering hole after hole and they're sending more balls to him. So like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or like if there's a situation where like you need a club to like make the shot that you don't have if they send you a new one. So you have to like go after your other one because it's in a better position for you to finish the game. It's like, yeah, you're going to have to fight a, a space dragon. That's that's going to happen. God damn. Yeah. Boys. I think we've done it. I think we've created the greatest golfing setting of all time. It's definitely the greatest golfing mecha setting of all time. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. That's certainly uh, true. And I don't think I want to tamper any twist at the end that makes the setting worse. I I did have something that I was sitting on that I was kind of wanting to get to earlier. Lob it out. But I think it I think it is better as just a twist at the end. The at some point, they say in the course of in the course of all this, the dark golfer is defeated, let's say. Mm-hmm. And the there's now no longer this existential threat to mm-hmm. um to to the the great golfing nations yeah. of, of of the Federation. Mm. And because the dark golfer is no longer there to protect Earth, uh an alien's uh alien show up 
I think that's too much of- how is he protecting Earth by trying to kill everyone on it? And that's a shit! <laughs> if you like this episode, oh you can subscribe to us on your podcasting service of choice to get new episodes every other <laughs> weekend. If you want, go ahead and write us a review on iTunes and share us with your world-building friends. It really helps us out. Our art is courtesy of the talented and wonderful Shell Tor at Jovial Paradox on Twitter. You can tweet at us too at LoreLads or send us spirited hate mail at 30minuteworlds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, happy world building. The anime's coming out next season, the video game adaptation next year. Look <laughs> forward to it. 